Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, December 28th. And today happens to be the birthday of Joshua Rickard. We want to wish Joshua a happy birthday today. Pray that God blesses and helps him on his birthday. Well, I hope you've had a good week. We've been gone a while. You know, my wife and I left out on Monday of this past week and went down to North Carolina, spent time with our family there, had Christmas with our family. On the Lord's Day, we went to Vision Baptist Church and enjoyed time with them. And then our children all gathered together on Monday the 26th, and we had Christmas the day after Christmas with our daughter and her husband and children and two of our sons and one of their spouses and then their children as well. We enjoyed being with them and my mother-in-law, father-in-law as well. We're glad to be back and glad to be able to make these broadcasts that I hope will be a blessing to you. Hope you've enjoyed the message that we've been preaching this week. We'll get to that in just a moment. I do have several prayer requests, some unspoken needs. Ask you to pray with us about these needs and that God would bless and help and just have his way. Well, before we go back to the scriptures that we started in the sermon on Monday, we're going to continue that today and complete it on tomorrow's broadcast. But first, I've got a couple of good songs that I trust will be a blessing to you. As the year is about to end and the calendar is about to change, I want to remind you that our God has not changed. We've got the Miller family singing that. He has not changed. And then I've got the Shepherd family singing one entitled Sandy Creek Revival. And just like God blessed in the Sandy Creek Revival, he can do it again. That's what we need to be praying for. So I hope these songs will be a blessing. Then the message from the Word of God. Amen. Well, it is time to look in the scripture again. Today we are looking in First John chapter number 3 and reading those first three verses. I'm preaching about being in the family of God. I began a series last week in which we preached on are you in. We talked about being in Christ. We talked about being in the faith. Now on today's broadcast, we're going to be talking about being in the family. That is very vitally important. And as we began this sermon on Monday, we are continuing it throughout this week. And so today's broadcast, I'm going to back up a little bit of what we said on yesterday's broadcast and then pick up with some new information as well. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. First John chapter number three, preaching a topical message this morning. I don't do that a whole lot, but uh, last Sunday I preached a topical message. I got another thought uh, carried over uh, from that that I'm going to pick up on today. I'm not sure if I'll carry it on in the days to come. I don't in necessarily intend to do that. Didn't intend on uh, being here with this thought. But uh, that's where I feel like I should be this morning. All right. First John chapter number three and verse number one. The Bible says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. That's talking about me and you now. That we, that's me and you, should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now... Are we the sons of God? And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, 
for we shall see him as he is. Every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. But Brother Sutton talks about people say, I was on the, I was on the right side of the altar, and it's at a quarter past twelve or whatever. They can tell you exactly where the second hand was on the, on the watch. Here's what he said. He said, I can't tell you all that because my mind was on eternity. My mind wasn't on time. Amen. Amen. And that's where your mind ought to be, by the way, is on eternity. Amen. Doing business with God. I saw him talk about being born again. Was there a time when you received him as your Lord and Savior? Amen. In the family, what a wonderful blessing. Amen. What an immeasurable joy it is. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm talking about being the royal family. Listen, being born into the family of God is more prestige than being born into the Biden family or the Trump family or the royal family. Amen. Being born into the family of God is the most prestigious thing there can be. And by the way, whosoever will can come. Amen. Galatians chapter number 3 and verse number 26 says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. How do you get to be a child of God? By faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We should never be ashamed to say that we are part of the family of God. Amen. I'm so glad that I'm a part of the family of God. That's what the song says. Well, never, listen to me now and, and pay attention. We ought never be ashamed to admit that we are part of the family of God. And at the same time, we ought never make it a shame that we're a part of the family of God. In other words, we ought never do anything that brings shame to the family of God. And so that brings me to my, my second point. Not only in the family circle, but I want to talk about the family likeness. In the family likeness. He said there in First John chapter 2, I'm in chapter 3, verse 2 that I read in the initial. He said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we shall be, we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him. I underline that phrase. We shall be like Him. Amen. For we shall see Him as He is. It looks like that in seeing Christ, we'll be transformed. Paul talks about in the Corinthians, letter to the Corinthians, he talks about looking into this Bible, looking into the mirror and being changed into His image as we look into the mirror of the Word of God. Amen. And so there, there's the idea that we ought to start looking like the family we're a part of. There's family resemblances. Family resemblances. Some women naturally look like their mother. I know nobody, you women ain't shouting on that. But it's true. Some men naturally look like their father. Brother Kirkman was there at the meeting there in Mississippi. And he, he saw Samuel. First time he'd, he'd seen Samuel, I think. And, he, and this is what he said. He, he come up to me. He's just laughing from ear to ear. He said, Brother Shepherd. <laughs> he said, I can't help. He said, look at that little boy. He said, it looks like a little tiny miniature Brother Shepherd in a little jumpsuit. And I told him about what my mother-in-law says about my daughter's youngest daughter, Laura, and our Daniel's second son, Levi. She always said about it. She said, you know, the fatter them kids get, the more they look like their grandpa. But they do. They have some, they have some resemblance, some family resemblance that's passed down. That's natural, isn't it? It's natural. And so shouldn't we have some family resemblance 
Shouldn't there be something if Christ is in us, the hope of glory, there ought to be something to start working its way out. There ought to be some resemblance, amen, of Him. Matter of fact, the Bible said that goes on First John chapter 3, verse 3. And everyone that hath this hope in himself purifieth himself, even as he is pure. That word purifieth means he's doing it now and continue to do it until it's done. Amen. So we ought to be working on ourselves. Amen. The idea here is that every believer that is genuinely saved by the grace of God is looking to purify himself, even as Christ is pure. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. And as I am holy, he said in another place. Amen. So there is a gradual resemblance, a gradual likeness that ought to be taking place until there is the perfected, amen, likeness. One of these days we'll be like Him. Amen. I want to be more and more like Him. There's not only the family circle, the family likeness, but number two, or number three, there's the family business. Amen. The family business. You remember what? Jesus said in Luke chapter 2, verse number 49, He said unto them, How is it that you sought me? Wish ye not that I must be about my Father's business. There's a family business. Amen. I like that. Matter of fact, in the real world. Amen. It's, it's good when families can work together, can have their own family business. Amen. Joseph was a carpenter. It looks like our Lord Jesus must have followed in His footsteps because in Mark's gospel, He's called the carpenter. They said that about Jesus. Called him the carpenter. Not the carpenter's son. In other places they called him the carpenter's son. But in Mark, he's called the carpenter. Amen. He, but he's, when he's talking about I must be about my father's business, he wasn't talking about what, what Joseph was doing. He's in the temple teaching. Amen. Amen. He's in the temple answering questions. Amen. He, what, what, what is an answered question? You know what an answered question is? When you've got a question, you have a need. When somebody answers that question, they meet your need. Jesus was in the house of God meeting people's needs. Amen. I'm glad He's still doing that to this day. Amen. He still shows up on a Sunday morning or on a Sunday night or on a Wednesday night or in revival meeting. Amen. Every now and then Jesus shows up in the house of God to meet people's needs. You know why? That's His Father's business. Amen. Amen. And that's our business, by the way, as well, to be a part of that ministry, if I could say it that way. Amen. Look in 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. Paul talks about this very, very much. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. And I could I could have many other verses in these. I'm just giving you some highlights to help you see it. You could study it out and see it more if you'd like to. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, verses 6 through 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Paul said, I have planted... Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God which giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. Now how are they? He said they're working together. That's the point he's making. They're a team. You see that? All right. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor, for we are laborers together. Not just me and Apollos. It's not what he's talking about. For we are laborers together with God. We're working with our Father. We're about our Father's business. That's what he's talking about. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. Amen. 
So I said earlier, Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. When Jesus came, Luke 19.10 said, He came to seek and to save that which is lost. Don't you think we ought to be seeking them? Sure. We ought to be a part of that business. Hebrews chapter number 2, verse number 10. You don't have to turn there and read I'm just going to allude to a little statement. He talks about that God was bringing, was through Christ bringing many sons to glory. God was through Christ bringing many sons to glory. That ought to be the business we're involved in. Amen. I remember hearing somebody telling about years ago, and I, I may have heard, I think I remember hearing this on our station as well in the story time. One of the stories of great Christians situation. But I remember hearing it otherwise as well. And they said that uh, Mr. Moody, D.L. Moody was in a place and, and he met somebody on the street and he asked that person, he said, uh, he asked him, had they ever been born again? And later, uh, that fellow went off and was talking to another man and the guy said, what did that fellow ask you? And he said, he asked me, had I ever been born again? He said, did you tell him that's none of his business? He said, no, he acted like that was his business. Well, that is our business, by the way. Trying to point people to God. Now, Christ came not only seeking to save that which is lost, He came to do that which pleases the Father. Isn't that right? Amen. He did always those things which please the Father. That ought to be our business. Pleasing our Heavenly Father. Amen. It would stand to reason to me that our Father wants us to be involved in the family business. Part of that is bringing people to Christ. Now, we can't save them. Paul mentions that. All we can do is sow and water. It's God that gives the increase. So we don't get the glory. You didn't get saved by the sons of God. You got saved by the Son of God. Right. But the sons of God can have part of the work. Amen. When I say sons, and I'm men and women can have part in the work. Amen. Of sowing the seed and of watering the seed. Amen. There's a lot of different ways that that can go. Brother Steve talked about some of that this morning as well. Amen. You sow the seed by giving the gospel message. Either in a personal witness or maybe just passing out a track. Maybe it's teaching a Sunday school class. Maybe it is preaching a sermon. Maybe it's teaching you boys and girls at home. You're sowing seed. You're sowing some seed. Now, you water that seed. I believe one good way of seeing that is through prayer. Maybe even weeping and prayer. You're watering that seed. But I believe there's another way you water that seed. I believe by living a consistent testimony. By being faithful to God. Being a, a light, a bright and shining light in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Amen. Just keep on shining your light for Jesus and you can water the seed. You can't make it produce. You can sow it, you can water it, and you can ask God, trust God, believe God. To give the increase. Amen. So it takes God to save us all. Takes God to save us all. But you and I ought to be concerned about their need. We ought to be concerned about their need. I, I go back to Jesus there in the temple in Luke 2. He's 12 years old. He's only 12. He wasn't an adult. He wasn't out on his own. If we could say it this way, he's just a kid. And yet he comes, they, they go to the temple, they go through their ritual, and be honest with you, to many of them, that must have been all it was, just a ritual. They came and they went on their way, left him behind, wasn't even thinking about Jesus. By the way, if we're not careful, church would just be a ritual. You won't even think about Jesus. You come and go, not even know if he is there or where he's at. But when he got there, he saw people had needs. He saw people had questions. And he starts answering 
their questions. Amen. He starts meeting their needs, being about the Father's business. I say you and I need to be about our Father's business as well. Amen. So there's the family. There's the family circle. There's the family likeness. There's the family business. Number four, there's the family resources. Amen. Our Father is rich in houses and lands. He holdeth the wealth of the world in His hands. Of rubies and diamonds of silver and gold, His coffers are full. He has riches untold. Amen. That song goes on to say, I'm a child of the King. You know what he says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, we know this. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory. Amen. By Christ Jesus. And that was it or in Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus. I remember sometime back, right after I first came here, I remember preaching on that thought, Ephesians, um, Philippians 4. I remember preaching on that, and, and, and I made this statement. Cause I read it somewhere, and I don't really remember where I read it. They say, they say that's one of the, uh, one of the steps towards, towards originality is forgetting your sources. But he's talking about your need. He says, but my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory. Somebody said, get your need, bring your need up here to the altar, put it right in the center. Let God's supply be on one side. My God shall supply all your need. And on the other side, let it be His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. If you can wedge your need in between God's supply and God's riches in glory, I can guarantee you your need will be met. Amen. Your need will be met. And our, our family resources, you say, preacher, Jesus gave us the responsibility of getting the gospel to the whole world. We're just a little church. We're just a little group of people in a little town, in a little state. Amen. We're just a little dot on the map. Nobody knows us. How in the world are we going to accomplish what God wants us to do? Well, just look at our resources. It's our Father that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message. And I would like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our midweek prayer service every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We'll be meeting here, Lord willing, tonight. And with this being the final Wednesday of 2022, we'd like to invite you to come be with us for the final midweek prayer service of this year. We'll have special time of prayer around the altar, special time of prayer requests taken from the pulpit, and then we'll have preaching from the Word of God, as well as some good singing together, congregational and perhaps special. Love to have you come and be with us for that service tonight at 7 p.m. We are easily located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.